You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me. And uh, I want to talk just about one word today, but I think that it applies to all of us, and, and I want to talk about distractions. Um, I have, over the years, I have seen so many people that they start out fast, and they start out very focused, and then somewhere they get distracted in life from their purpose, and they wind up not accomplishing anything. And uh, God, when he starts you, when he gifts you, he's going to give you purpose. And soon as purpose comes in your life, the enemy comes with distraction. And a lot of times, um, it's 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 very vague. You know, he doesn't he doesn't come at once and say, "I'm going to get you to stop what you're doing," because none of us would. So he'll let us begin to to go into our purpose, and then he will begin to send little things. There's a scripture that talks about it. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. And, you know, nobody backslides in 24 hours. Nobody goes to bed full of the Holy Ghost and then gets up the next morning and says, well, I'm done serving the Lord. It is, it's a process. They get distracted with things. And... It's not necessarily sin that can stop you from fulfilling your purpose. Uh, I read a book one time uh, by a, a very successful CEO, and he was talking about the need to priator, prioritize in your life, to have priorities. And he said, you list them. He said, I list a priorities in my every day that I want to accomplish. And he said, I put my hardest priorities to accomplish at the beginning of the list, and I put my easiest ones at the end. And he said, so when I get up every morning, I attack or I achieve the hardest things first because he says if you don't, then you get distracted. It's, it's like your prayer life, okay? We all want to have a daily prayer life and seek the Lord. And what happens is the enemy will come in and he will send you a distraction that causes you to delay your time with the Lord. And before you know it, it's 9 o'clock at night. And then when you're trying to pray, you don't have any virtue left and there's nothing to offer the Lord. And you got distracted from things. And the little foxes are the ones that spoil the vine. It's not necessarily the, the hurricane or the fire. It's just the little things that begin to go in and they slowly begin to kill uh, the roots. And so um, Paul talks about this, I believe it's in Galatians. He says, how is it? He said, you're foolish. He said, you, have, you started out in the spirit and you wind up in the flesh. And... Uh, you know, sometimes distractions are disguised as shortcuts to your purpose. And the enemy will, will begin to come in and he will make it look like, well, hey, I can still achieve my purpose, but 
here's a side road, here's a shortcut, I'm going to take this. And what it is, it's a distraction because you get off of the path of your purpose and then you can't fulfill it because he's got you somewhere that doesn't lead to the fulfillment. I think the church got distracted to some degree with success or, or numbers. The purpose of God has always been to bring people into his presence. The purpose of the church has always been to win the lost. But somewhere we got distracted with success. And God's definition of success and man's definition of success are totally different. He said, my ways aren't your ways. I don't think like you think. And there have been men on the earth. Um, I've read stories of missionaries that have gone to, to countries and spend their whole life and never really see any converts but they stayed with their purpose. They did not get distracted. And then especially one story, the missionary really never saw anybody come to Christ. And he died without seeing the fruit of his labor. And yet another missionary couple comes in and assumes that place. And within a year, they're seeing phenomenal success. What was that? The other gentleman stuck with his purpose. You have to get tunnel vision. For me, uh, in ministry, you know, I have people come and say, well, Pastor Kent, we don't know how you achieve the success you have in your church and your ministry, and, and, you know, that you have an online audience that touches a lot of countries. But can I tell you that it didn't happen overnight. There were so many times that the, that the enemy would come in and try to distract us to take a shortcut, or maybe we just need to go to this direction. But my purpose was to achieve the presence of the Lord. Uh, in, in one of the scriptures that Jesus has given a parable, and you'll remember this, he's talking about the sower. And he says, you know, he goes out and he sows a seed and it lands on four different kinds of ground. And one of them was, he says, it landed on soil that I think it was, he said, it was the cares of life that choked out the seed. And sometimes uh, with the pressures of life, as, as you and I walk as believers, it's not sin that distracts us from our purpose. It's just the cares of life. How many times have I seen somebody who just, they got distracted from being what God called them to be with just the cares of life. And you can't stop being what God's called you to be simply because life sends you distractions. And you know, a magician, you know the success of a magician is, number one, he's doing something that's not real. It appears real. And the only way that he can get the audience to believe that what they have just seen is real, though they don't know it, he distracted them. He will cause something over here to go on and it will shift the audience's attention to that point while over here he's doing what he really wants to do that they don't see. And then the end result is they are believing in something that's not real. Um, the enemy, you know, for your prayer life, and I've seen this, the enemy will come in when you begin to pray and he will distract you. 
It, it could be um, all of a sudden you're thinking the carpet's dirty or all of a sudden this needs to be straightened up or I need to, I need to take care of that. What is that? That's the enemy. The only way the enemy can get you from fulfilling your purpose is to get you involved in something else. And I can tell you this, that distraction is devastating. It'll keep you from fulfilling your purpose. And this is why the Lord says this. He says, I want you to serve me with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That you have to focus on the cross. You know why Paul was successful? He said this, he said, I don't do anything but to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. He had great knowledge, but he came preaching Christ. The purpose of your life is to release a fragrance of Christ out of you that when people get around you, they feel the spirit of the Lord. The purpose of the church is to release the glory of the Lord and the presence of God and that when we get distracted by things, listen, distractions are not important. The enemy will try to distract you with things that he tells you are important. There is nothing more important than the Spirit of God. And, you know, when, when I deal with priorities on a daily basis, I have certain things that I do every day. I have a routine. Everybody that knows me laughs about it. I said, Brother Kenny, he's so predictable. But routine and accomplishing priorities is what produces success and it doesn't happen overnight but every morning i'm going to without fail i'm going to make my prayer time my priority why because if i cover my day with prayer then god will begin to come in and he will stop the enemy from doing certain things he will cause it to be at ease. If you will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you know, and this verse is written on, on the, the, the premise of he's saying, look, I know what you have need of in clothing and raiment and food and all of these things. He said, God knows you need those things. But he said, if you will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then he said, what you don't realize is that if you seek the kingdom of God to promote that and to bring the kingdom of God to pass, encapsulized in that is the provision in God's kingdom for your world. That while you're taking care of God's kingdom and you're denying certain things and you're saying, I'm not going to deal with that right now because I will not be distracted from what God is calling me to do. What you don't realize is while you're taking care of God's kingdom, in his kingdom there is provision that's taking care of everything that you need. And then you come out of that realm and you realize, oh my goodness, I don't have to deal with this because God's already answered the prayer. He's already fixed it. Put God first. And um, I, I've seen, you know, when we go back to the cares of life, people say, well, you know, I didn't have time to pray because I got a call or I had to do this or I can't come to church because of my business or uh, I had to work on the weekend. You know what that is? That's the enemy distracting. You can't let the enemy come in and make you lose focus of Christ. 
We used to sing a song about turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I, I just, any more in life, my, my number one focus is, God, how do I lift you up? And, you know, I remember over the years, uh, in June, it'll be my 52nd year of preaching. And I cannot tell you how many times that the enemy tried to distract me from a call to preach, whether it was a business opportunity or, you know, a lot of times the enemy will come in to distract you when you're in need. You need, you, you know, you're broke or you need, a, you need a divine intervention and then the enemy will come in and say, okay, here it is. No, the Lord has to be your source. And so I want to encourage you. Don't let the enemy trick you because the moment that you stop pursuing your purpose is when you'll lose your joy. It'll affect everything. It'll affect your marriage, your children, or everything because only in Christ, when we serve him with all of our heart, all of our soul, our mind, and our strength, is when we find the perfect peace in the Lord. So I want to encourage you. Um, I'm going to tell you what, God loves you. Uh, and I don't say that just flippantly. He made you. He knows the hair on your head, how many. And uh, he cares about you. And we're coming listening to the greatest season for the church that we've ever seen. So you stay strong in the Lord. Be strong. Be of good courage. For God is in control. God bless you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.